Let's head out to Palm Beach Gardens and the Cognizant Classic at PGA National. Troy Merritt joining us right now. He's a two-time winner on the PGA Tour. Troy, how's it going, man? Hey, doing all right. Uh, thanks for having me back. Yeah, we just switched sponsors from the Honda to Cognizant, and they were flying a banner overhead behind an airplane uh, saying that you could rent a new Honda for two ninety nine a month. Kind of strange. <laughs> So the local dealer decided they weren't giving up just that easy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been hard this year. I mean, I don't play this one too often, but uh, to trade it in the, the Honda minivan for an Escalade this week is a little bit of an upgrade. Oh, Ooh, really? That's quite say. a bit of an upgrade. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we'll let it slide this time, I guess. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, <laughs> well, she's not yep. out driving it. She's driving the minivan from the, that's the way I read that, huh, Troy? <laughs> yeah, she, she, she back at home being uh, the chauffeur for the boys. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's good. And you're watching a little hoops, huh? Yeah, it's uh, day two high school state tournament in uh, back in Idaho. Uh, a buddy of mine that coaches my oldest son coaches the Eagle Mustangs. They uh, they lost yesterday to Timberline. But they're uh, up one at halftime against Lake City. And then the school that my boys go to, a smaller school, they won their first game yesterday. And three of the top four teams in the state are all in their conference, and all three of them won. So they got a big matchup today against a team that's beat them two out of three times already this year. So it should be a wow. good one tonight. All right. There you go. Bringing back some memories. Um, that's where Troy and I first met was, the, was back in those days. That was like 32 years ago, though. So it's been some time. Uh, since uh, they don't have ball boys anymore that can get stuck in the ball bags. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, all I can tell you is um, I'm qualifying. Uh, I'll be qualified age-wise for the senior tour next week. So um, if that makes you feel as old as I feel, uh, there you go. It's been it's been a while since we were all playing basketball. Yeah, you forget about how young and how far all the kids hit it out here. I don't feel young at all. No? No, they're, they all hit. They all got ball speeds 190 and club head speeds 125 and hit it 30 past me and yeah 38 old out here <laughs> hey but that's uh you know what though you have you've obviously been doing something right because you're still there at 38 which is saying something i just bribed the right people mm, okay there you go so tell us about the golf course this week you said you don't it's, play it much but tell us about that uh that one there at pga national yeah, it's, uh, it's one I typically take off. Not that I don't like it at all, but I like to play the six on the West Coast, and it was always the one right after that, so it was always a good reason to go back home. But uh, this year, that's not the case. It's it's a really good challenge, and the, the rough is down a little bit this year, and uh, they changed number 10 from a four to a five. The stroke average is the same, but you know one shot better on the leaderboard is nice. You know, the cut's always even or over par around here, but looks looking like it's going to be two under this week. And uh, it was it was quite windy this morning. We hit some some shots that uh, you just kind of hit, and you hope that it finds uh, land at some point. And uh, yeah, just this, this one you can't take any shots off. Uh, so it's, it's fun watching the boys battle from uh, the comfort of my hotel room. I just I just wish the breeze was blowing as hard now as it was uh, all morning. So you're sitting there currently. Um, Kind of right on the cut line there at two under. Are you feeling pretty good about that one making it in? Yeah, feeling feeling pretty good. Uh, feeling a lot better now than when I uh, I finished. It was a, 
a tough finish. I hit an eight iron just like I wanted from 138 that flew about 132 and came up short on 17, didn't get it up and down, and then played 18 smart, hit a nice uh, tee shot down the middle, laid up with a beautiful eight iron, chipped a pitching wedge from 117 right at the flag that went 105 into the bunker and then made another mm. bogey. And yeah, I walked off thinking, oh boy, I hope I didn't just blow one there after hitting shots like I wanted and making bogeys. But uh, uh, it's playing tough enough that it looks like 200 is going to be okay. Yeah, I'm looking at that 18th hole, and it does look like you played it pretty good. I mean, nice spot off the tee, nice safe right side of the fairway, and then leaving yourself on, on your second shot there with a good angle in. What what happens on those shots? You said you hit it 117, came 105. What was it wind? What was it just, just miss? What, what happens there? No. Yeah. The wind, wind whipping in at about two thirty, two o'clock. So one seventeen. I'm chipping a pitching wedge that I normally hit about one forty two, one forty three, playing about a one thirty, one thirty two shot coming down right on it. And it goes one Oh five just got hammered by the wind. It was probably blowing a good twenty twenty five at that time. Gusting maybe a hair higher when we came through the bear trap and uh, yeah, the wind just got me on 17 and 18 and I'm not the only one. Yeah. So the course, like you said, the, the rough is down a little bit. Um, is, is the course a little, is it dry as far as the greens and those complexes are concerned, or is there still a lot of moisture in the greens to be able to hold shots? Uh, these ones, I always find it hard to get them to hold, um, on the Bermuda, uh, I, I choose it just because they're so slick and they're so fast and then they get so crusty that usually it's kind of a, a splat and release kind of a, a golf course. Uh, this morning was, it was even like that this morning, nothing real soft stopping real quick unless you're going into the wind and you can't play every hole into the wind. But, uh, you know, it's just, just, you really have to control your ball the best you can out here. Uh, hit as many fairways as greens as you can. And just uh, and just hold on to your hat when the wind is blowing really hard. Yeah, and back to that 18th. I mean, you're hitting that shot into the wind, but if you if the wind doesn't hit it, knowing you've got more club than normally, you know, there's 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 a little water on the other side of that one, right? From that angle, yeah, water right on, yeah, water right on the other side. And when you have enough club to hit the scoreboard out in the middle of the lake, <laughs> uh, it, it it really makes you think about what you're doing, and you're taking so much off of a off of a club and you're just at the mercy of any kind of wind gust that comes across, and then I just caught one at the wrong time. So you'd rather catch oh. the gust and, and then come up short in the bunker than have it not hit it and watch it sail out into the lake, and everyone's looking at you like, what are you doing, huh? I'd rather the ball fly at the flag end up right next to the flag every time. There you go. See? I like that. I gave him a would you rather. I gave him two scenarios. He went with the one that you got to think about. Okay, I'm down well, with that. yeah. The one that he was planning for. Yeah. Hey, I want to yeah. ask you. I want to ask you a strategic question, Troy. You mentioned your wedges and how far you can hit it and that kind of thing. The internet was making a big deal about how Scotty. Uh, I think Taylor made maybe had put an ad out or something, and basically they were Scotty was calling his distances before he even hit him, and they went through the bag, and he was pretty much right on with all of them. Um, is that as 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 kind of unique as what it looks like for most of us amateurs that he's dialed in on those numbers, or is that pretty standard for tour pros? That's the first part. And then the second part is how, how often are you trying to hit your full shot distance, especially with your scoring clubs, like your wedges, or are you dialing those back? Do you typically go three quarters or back it off with, with wedges into greens and things like that? Uh, well, 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 part one of your seven minute question, um, (laughs) 
last week, good example, even though Tyler uh, sent me two emails to make sure that I bring golf balls to Mexico, I left my golf balls in Boise. So all I had available were the 2023 uh, Pro Vs, and I played the 19, so it was a brand-new golf ball for me. Uh, so I did just a little bit of, of number testing to make sure that it was going as far as I wanted. I uh, hit an eight iron uh, on the drive range that, uh, that day. I was into the wind. Normally hit my eight iron, 172, into the wind. Uh, the pilot's rep asked me how far that one went. I said I probably went 155, and it went 155. He said normally how far would it go? I'd say 172. He said it went 172.2, I think he said. And then he said, well, hit a six iron. So I hit a six iron into the wind. He said, how far did that go? I said, it looked like it went about 175. He said, yep, went 175. He said, how far does it usually go? I said, it usually goes 192, 193. He said, yep, it would have gone 192.6. So the tour, <laughs> the tour guys have their numbers dialed down pretty much to the yardage through the bag. doesn't matter what it is. Uh, and like I said, this week, especially when control is such a premium, rarely are you hitting a shot a hundred percent with an iron. You're trying to control it as much as possible. And, you know, typically when you're playing into the wind, uh, right to left wind or left to right wind, especially any kind of hurt, you might take one extra club and really control that flight. And, uh, you're not obviously hitting it then a hundred percent, you know, you might be chipping shots at 75, 80% just to make sure you control the trajectory and the distance. And so our, li- so our listeners understand when you're talking about numbers like that, you're talking about carry distance, not carry and roll distance, correct? Always, always carry distance. You always want to know how, ball the far, how far the ball flies. And then, you know, based on you know, conditions, you know, green conditions, wind conditions, if you're playing from the fairway, the rough, then you can try to figure out how, how far that ball is going to release, whether it's forwards or backwards. But you always want to know how far the ball will carry, and you want your land numbers to be spot on. Hey, Troy, we appreciate you taking some time. So uh, you're playing this week. What's, uh, what's on tap for you the next few weeks on your schedule? Uh, just going to continue to let it roll. I got Puerto Rico next week, and then I'll play in the players in two weeks, and then I've got Valspar over in Tampa. I'm going to take Houston off and then play uh, the Bolero in San Antonio, uh, not in the Masters currently, and then we've got four in a row. Uh, right after the uh, right after the Masters, uh, initially I was going to play all eleven out of those twelve weeks, but my oldest son reminded me that uh, I'll be gone for a long time. I'll miss all the football season and spring break, so I'm going home uh, for spring break and watching some football, and not going to go to Houston. I like it. There you go. Good job being a dad, Troy. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Wishing you the best of luck this weekend, and we'll catch up to you again real soon. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Go Hawks. There you go. All right, I like that. We didn't even talk about Caitlin either. So if we, did, if we had some more time, we probably would have done that. Two-time winner Troy Merritt joining us here on Real Golf Radio. 